Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. SG Extra, only on Money FM 89.3. This is Prime Time on Money FM 89.3, and now it's time for Powering Your Property, where we bring you the latest in property sector news and updates. Well, new home sales posted a rebound in October after two consecutive monthly declines. And according to the URA sales survey, new home sales, excluding executive condos, rebounded by 9% from the month before. Meanwhile, more housing board upgraders are snapping up condominium units. Over 7,000 buyers with HDB addresses bought new and resale private homes in the first three quarters of this year. We're going to find out more now from Nicholas Mark from ERA Realty. Nick, thanks for joining us. Oh, it's always a pleasure to be on your show. Oh, it's always good to have you with us, Nicholas. So let's start off. New home sales posted a surprise rebound in October after two consecutive monthly declines. What factored into the recovery in this market? Is this just upgraders or what's going on? Well, the decline in the private housing sales was from a rather unsustainable high level of about 1,600 units sold in July. Um, now, if developers consistently sell more than 1,500 units each month, three things would possibly happen. One, they would quickly run out of stock and they would be desperate to buy more development land, which will lead to higher land prices. And two, the higher land prices will lead to even higher housing prices in the future. And three, the government will likely step in and implement another round of cooling measures. So having very high uh, level of sales, also carry its own risk. And what we saw last month was that real estate developers sold 909 units, uh, which is still a respectable number, bearing in mind that the average sales since the start of this pandemic uh, last year is roughly about 952 units each month. So uh, the sales level in October is not too far off. Um, so to round it out is that uh, when the market is running hot, it's always healthy for it to take a little breather from time to time. Nick, has the demand held up well across all market segments last month, though? Yes, uh, it has been. Well, the sales has been quite well spread out across all the different market segments. Like, for example, but there is now a bit more focus shift to the prime uh, districts or the core central region, uh, partly because in the last two months, uh, real estate developers have uh, actually released fewer number of units in the uh, suburban areas, partly because some of the new launches were not in the suburban areas. They, they were, like, for example, in the city fringe areas and in the prime districts. Mm. As a result, uh, what we saw in October was that the market share of uh, the prime district was about 27%. City fringe also about 27%, which is, which is rather high for, um, uh, especially for the prime district. And this comes at the expense of the suburban areas, which typically in most of the other months, um, about 60 to 65% of the sales are in the suburban areas. But this, in October, it fell to 46%. So we, we are seeing a bit more buying interest proportionately in the prime district. Okay, Nicholas, let's talk about the VTLs and the impact that they might be having. We had more VTLs announced last night, and in October, foreigners accounted for 6.8% of new home purchases, with more VTLs mm. opening up. Do you think that interest is going to carry over into the remainder of the year? Are we going to see more interest from foreign buyers? 
Yes, uh, I think quite possibly. Um, some of the foreign buyers are already buying, although it is a small number, uh, 6.8% as uh, what you mentioned. Uh, but this is not something that's going to happen overnight, not like you know, booking uh, overseas vacations. So foreigners uh, will eventually uh, still return to Singapore, the foreign buyers, um, but it will take some time. Uh, in the meantime, they are still being approached by some of the developers or their agents through online means. Uh, like, for example, uh, they could be contacted through emails, uh, phone calls, and so on. And some of them have representatives. Some of them are quite familiar with Singapore. So they, have, they might have relatives here already that could uh, uh, perhaps purchase the, the property on their behalf. So, yes, uh, but um, in a nutshell, when the BTLs are more fully utilised, uh, and especially if they are open up with the bigger markets, that is China and India, um, we could see more foreign buyers coming to Singapore. Nick, with uh, HDB upgraders snapping up condos because resale flat prices are also climbing mm. faster than those in uh, private housing, is will there be enough supply, do you think, of new homes if demand continues uh, to pick up? Well, the thing is that um, some of the new projects that's been lined up for sale, not a lot of them are in the uh, suburban areas. So, But those that are launched, already launched, the project, there are still some unsold units um, there. So yes, there will be. But for some HDB upgraders, some of them actually prefer to buy resale units. The reason is quite simple because they need to, if they sell their HDB flat, they need to buy another property that's completed so that they can move in immediately. So uh, that's why some of them prefer to buy uh, resale flats. And the second reason is that they will also be lighter on the pocket because if they mm. sell one and buy one, they don't need to pay the additional buyer stamp duty. But of course, there are also some uh, HDB dwellers who prefer new homes. So what they'll do is that they may book a new um, condo uh, unit that's under development, and in the meantime, they continue to live in their uh, HDB flat. Uh, but they may have to pay the ABSD upfront first, but later on, if they can show that they are selling one unit to buy the other one, um, it, it could, they could uh, approach the uh, Indian Revenue to recover the ABSD. Okay. Well, Nicholas, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today and sharing all those updates on what's happening out in the property market. Always interesting to have you with us. Oh, it's always a pleasure, Rachel. Thank you. We've been speaking with Nicholas Mark, Head of Research and Consultancy at EIA Realty Network. You're listening to Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.